Do you remember the? Do you remember what it was like the first time you did a, a on-chain transfer? Yeah, it was. It was kind of smooth, actually. Okay. It, it was. You know, it, I had thought about it for a while, and I was just impressed by like how it. You know, I obviously I sent it to myself. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> but um, but it was it, 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 it happened, and I was like, oh. I, I had talked about it and now I've seen it. I've seen it happen. And so, yeah, it was, uh, and you start to get more comfortable with the, yes. the long numbers and letters mm -hmm. and everything. And you, you really have to do it. You, because there's some people that do to this day, they don't know how to send the Bitcoin. Yeah, That's yeah. a really important skill to be. And I'm glad you asked me that question. You, if you're a newbie, yep. you get a moment of pride. You really do. You do, yeah. You really, because you have graduated to another level. Exactly. You really have. You that really initial, have. that initial horror, if if you didn't understand what you're doing when you when you set the stats for B byte. <laughs> a, a better question is when was what was it like to send your first significant amount of Bitcoin? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And I have a story. I'm not gonna say how much it was, but yeah. um, it, you actually feel it in your heart. Yeah. Right? You, you, you do get a little. Uh, there's a weird nervousness to it because you're just like, this is I could it. lose a lot of money yeah. if this thing, if, if this thing isn't really what it says it really is, it is what it says right. it is. It does it, but there's just still this natural tendency. You, you, you're sending thousands of dollars yeah. Yeah. and, uh, and then it happens. It's just a new way of doing things. Yeah. And that's a true test. That's a true graduation test too. Because again, you, you go through the, you really do feel a little sick, yeah. a little bit of a sickness. Uh, and then you're like, okay, I can deal with that if I ever have to do it again. But at the same time, it teaches you don't do this often. There's no reason yes. to move it around. There's mm -hmm. no reason to move it to the exchange. Yep. There's no reason. Remember the feeling that you were going to barf or have a heart attack almost. <laughs> Remember that. So you don't, so you're not tempted to sell it for fiat. Yep. So it, it, it gives you this incentive not to do something stupid because you don't want to feel that heart attack feeling. Either. Right, exactly. Um, along kind of along the same lines, once uh, taking taking self custody is a is a big responsibility. It's it's uh, it's, it's something that you should take super serious. And again, if you're not if you're holding your Bitcoin on an exchange or or with anybody else, some kind of third party, it's not really your Bitcoin, right? It's always it's not your keys, not your crypto. That's I mean, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. That's how it works. So, have you ever lost any Bitcoin? Have I lost any? Uh -huh. uh, not by a mistake on my part, but uh, in terms of sending it, you know, back and forth to the wrong oh, address, all right, like that. Right. Never done, never done that. Some people on B, when the Bcash fork happened, they start sending their Bitcoin to Bcash by accident oh, to no. exchanges. All sorts of nightmares happen. And I've heard when Ethereum people, when Ethereum Classic came up, they, they were all people sending it to the wrong ones. There was all sorts of confusion when wow. these forks happened. But I did make a mistake once. There was some. Uh, somebody told me if they sent me, uh, if I sent them Bitcoin, it was for like an investment thing, and it was gonna, you know, um, it was for a legit. It was a legitimate project and everything like that. Um, but it was, uh, it was stupid. It ended up going to zero. Uh -huh. So I, I lost Bitcoin that way. Yeah, I lost Bitcoin that way. Um, I also some people. I've been in this game for so long that right around that time, it was 2014. When I sent that, because I was, I had this stupid, it was still early 2014. I thought you had to do something with your Bitcoin. So <laughs> do nothing with your Bitcoin. Just so I was willing to risk some of it. So with that one project, oh. I sent some dude it. 
And then there was this other project someone told me about called Ethereum. Oh like if I sent my Bitcoin to this Ethereum uh, thing that they were building, and it was very complex what you had to do, that eventually you would get this thing called Ethereum. And I actually uh, did that. Mm -hmm. I sent $6 worth of Bitcoin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> $6 worth of Bitcoin to this Ethereum thing. And um, eventually they did send me a 20 Ethereum. Wow. <laughs> I was one of the initial Ethereum buyers. I didn't know what I was doing then. Yeah. It was a true test of uh, some complicated uh, cryptocurrency. It was a learning yeah. experience. But yeah. some people today are like, oh, you're horrible. You were involved in their pre-mine. <laughs> I, I didn't it's, know what I was doing. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just answered your question. Did you ever yeah. lose any Bitcoin? So I, I didn't actually lose it. Yep. It got turned into Ethereum. I didn't know really what I was doing. That it was 2014, and they actually didn't send us the Ethereum. I think till 2015 or something yeah. like that. But yeah, it was six dollars for 20 Ethereum back then. That's wild. That's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. That's so that's that's a that's a great like primer for for us that like that are getting started, right? And and I say us because uh this again the show is geared more towards the beginner. Yep. <laughs> With that in mind, um, let's jump into the next segment. I'm going to call this segment the time travel segment. Okay. What's one piece of advice you would give yourself if you could go back in time to when you first heard about Bitcoin? Oh, when I first, when I first heard about don't, don't be scared about wiring money to Japan. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but at the same time, uh, that could have ended. That could have ended in disaster. That's then. true. It happened if I would have gotten like a uh, you know fifty Bitcoin back then and then lost it all at Mount Gox. Because that's what it was. You're wiring your money to Mount Gox, which is an exchange in Japan, which ended up stealing everybody's I, money. I, uh, yeah, I heard about that. I read, so I, I would have, uh, you know, and there's not that much that would have changed. And I'm really happy with the way things turned out. How can I complain? Right, how, yeah. I, mean, I really yeah, cannot true, complain. True. Uh, I, uh, I've never sold it. I, I, I would have... Uh, just I would have spread the started my, my channel a bit earlier. Oh, that's about, a good one. I would have been more yeah. open to talk about it more. Like like I was making a lot of Baltimore videos in 2014. Still, I should have just went all in with my uh, cryptocurrency, even my Bitcoin videos. Yeah. No cryptocurrency. It was only Bitcoin. That is very um, interesting. I should have done more cryptocurrency Bitcoin videos back then. That, that that's something uh, that would have been more productive with my time. Um, I'll tell you this. Yeah, but it was also more stigmatized back then too, though, right? Well, it was it was not even no, it was. It was it was it was so little was known about it that there mm. weren't that many. It was like associated with drug dealers and stuff, sure, a little yeah. bit, but not 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 people just didn't even know. Yeah, knew what probably was a Bitcoin corn con call. But uh, 2016, I made a pact with myself to stop watching the NFL and focus more on Bitcoin. Ooh, that's so good. I would have done that earlier. That I would have done earlier. That is that, awesome. That, that yeah. would have been a better spent use of my time. Oh my! Because God. I became. It was not only did I start focusing on Bitcoin more instead of mindless NFL stuff. Oh my! Goodness. I started just learning more about life and philosophy and yes. stuff. So if I would have, I, I would have liked to get my mind into a more of a philosophical mindset um, earlier. That's earlier, yeah. advice I give myself. That, that's get a, more into philosophy. I have this pet peeve when I watch people uh, complain about their fantasy football league and. If you have all this time, and, and then you're complaining about money after that, right? Like you're you have all this time to manage a fantasy football team, get to know all the players, pick your team, and move them every every day, and adjust your 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 stats. But you don't have time to learn about Bitcoin. It's like, come on. 
<laughs> That's on you. I, no, no, no. I, I, I told it's, it's personal responsibility yes. is a new counterculture. You spend your time doing nonsense. Then it's your own fault that you're in a nonsense financial situation. Mm. And, and I just, I did just want to add, since I am from Baltimore and everything, <laughs> I understand what it's like when uh, football teams move. My condolences to the city of San Diego for losing the San Diego chargers. Just out of, I mean, I know it's a business and everything. Yeah. Like that. It, it does hurt uh, the, the, uh, some of the, the natural fabric of it all. That, that I just I just wanted to point it out there, so everyone does know that I'm not lying. I did know a lot about football once. Uh, <laughs> definitely, like just want to put. And San Diego is beautiful. You're in San Diego. Yeah, love it's, love it's the weather. Great San place. Diego. Yeah, love it. That's so awesome. So okay, um, let's jump into the next question. Where it's going to be one piece of advice for someone who might be watching this ten years from now. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, ten, 10 years from now, that dude, you you should be uh, right now. So if it's ten exact years from now, that means it's uh, twenty. Uh, let, let's just say it's the beginning of uh, twenty thirty four. Seeing two halvings, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's the uh, yeah. So they're in the middle of a down market right now. Yeah. Basically, it's it, it's the middle. Yeah, it's a ten year because yeah, basically you're in the middle of the down market. You're about to hit one. It gets better, dude. It keeps on repeating. Stick with it for four years. Go back, uh, you know, 10 years, eight years in my video archive, and you can see these patterns developing over and over and over. I hope you're enjoying the abundance that technology has brought you in 2034. Things are going to get exponentially better. Don't let people scare you. They're always going to be doomers predicting the end of the world. I'm sure people are predicting all sorts of – you are living a better life than I am right now, dude. You should be very happy that you are, and you should be humbled to know that 10 years from – you know, in 2044, it's going to even be better. And just hang on to your Bitcoin as long as possible so that you can really – and spend it on some of those new – health technologies in 2044 because you're already experiencing some of them in 2034 and uh give me a call hopefully i'm still around send me a dm at tech vault i'd love to be on your show Uh, whoever you are in 2034 i'll come on right now let's arrange it okay let's arrange it right now with my uh ai secretary or whatever but uh big best advice i can do Tell you to give you incentive to hold on to that Bitcoin, then maybe you have the chance to have to live four hundred years or something like that. That's so sit, don't don't use it on that new twenty thirty four Lamborghini, especially <laughs> since you're about to have a down market. Um, save it for the twenty forty four um, technology for the for the uh, living to three hundred years old. That is uh, that's that's so true. That's amazing. Um, I didn't think about it in that as far as like medical technology down the road, like 20 years from now, 10 years from now. That's, that's, that's insane. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that dude, and that dude right now, if he's a 25 year old dude, then if he's 25, he's 15 now. So he really does here in 2020 at the start of 2024, it's the end of 2023, yeah, but yeah. you get it, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're a little, these guys are 15 right now. They have such opportunity for life extension, for wealth, for abundance, it's it's really just great. That is that is the blessings of youth. Take advantage of it, dudes. Take advantage of it. Twenty five year old in uh, twenty thirty four. <laughs> Seriously, you're a very lucky man. Twenty five year old that's watching this in twenty thirty four. Awesome, very cool. That's cool. So let's jump into the next segment of the show, which we like to call the Bitcoiner. So 
at this point. You've gone through all of your trials and tribulations of learning the system and and stacking, and you're you're done with your any kind of um, poop coin activities, <laughs> and you've gone full Bitcoin only, self custody. What's life like? Lessons learned from that. You mean at that point in my life, what triggered that final? Well, I'm I'm going to tell you. I mean, it really hits you. You you get you get this epiphany that Bitcoin is un is the best economic system, but it does not change. And that's you want reliability. The re- fiat is always changing. You don't know how much they're going to print. You don't know what what the interest rates are going to be on it. With Bitcoin, it is really, really, and that is the that simplicity. Everybody complexity worships. They want uh, they want a Bitcoin 2.0. Okay, there's then you have Ethereum. It changes all the time. There's been Ethereum two. They called the project Ethereum 2.0 when they made that changes. But if you if you are just care about preserving your wealth, that is Bitcoin. And I know it sounds boring to some people. But it is that that is why it is, it is the the best financial system is the most reliable that you know you're going to bury your Bitcoin and that you could bury your Bitcoin right now out there in the ground. A hundred years later, it's going to be the same. There's not going to be a 2.0. Nothing. There's only going to be 21 million ever. That is a reliability that makes it better than any system ever created. Because again, fiat changes every month with the how much they're printing. You don't even know it's not even out there. So when you really come to that understanding. And you understand that simplicity is what it's all about. You're very satisfied with Bitcoin. Some people are never satisfied, though. They want changes. They want 2.0. So let them have Ethereum. That is when you get into the confident decentralist mindset. For me, being a Bitcoiner is understanding that there are going to be other things out there. You must be confident in the simplicity of Bitcoin if you truly value preserving your wealth, if you truly value the simplicity of being able to send a Bitcoin to anyone you want, even someone that's been censored, it is uncensorable to understand that no one can come take your Bitcoin like they can take your gold. OK, so you, you see things like the truckers protest in Canada and uh, you understand truly what uncensorable and unconfiscatable is. They tried to raise money through the traditional crowdfunding platforms. All their banking accounts were shut down. The only way you could get them back, send them value was through Bitcoin. So that is, that's, uh, that's truly when you become a, 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 you know, Bitcoin only. You can understand that maybe you, if you want to build some DeFi thing somewhere, well, that's, Bitcoin doesn't do that. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, go to Ethereum, go to Solana. Uh, you know, if you want magical uh, JPEGs or whatever, <laughs> go, go to Solana, go to, now again, they started doing that on Bitcoin a little bit too. Is Bitcoin the best for that? Clearly it's not the best. To, to build your little JPEGs on. It is the best money out there. It is the best, best wealth preservation and passing it on from generation to generation. That's what you want to do. If you have it in your bank account, when you die, the government takes half of it and distributes it to the, you, you, you know, it's not going to go to your kids. Yeah. It's no, no, sure they'll inherit some of it, but the 50% goes to the government. Wow. they say, That's a great way to die, isn't it? You know, you're dead and then the government steals half your money. Wow. 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 That's not unconfiscatable. But Bitcoin is no, 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 no. You don't, we don't, homie, don't play that. Pound that like button, baby. <laughs> right? Let's go, Pound baby. That. That's Pound so that like true. Button. Homie, don't play that. I love that. I remember that. <laughs> so good. And, and, and live in color, baby. Right? Okay. Live, exactly. Um, 
So on the on the, on the kind of on the same time uh, a time mind frame, uh, what is your philosophy on orange pilling friends and family? Do you oh, still very, do it? Very interesting. Uh, you, don't, don't push too hard. Yeah. Don't push. Too, well, let me tell you something. When I bought those first two Bitcoin again, it was it was right before Thanksgiving. I told you it was Oof. ten years, November of 2013. It was Thanksgiving, uh, right before Thanksgiving. So then it was Thanksgiving. My buddies, we would have a little Thanksgiving party. What do I? I start telling these heads about the uh, Bitcoin. Now I, I was just like, look, I bought it at six hundred. It's already at nine hundred because it it, there, it was during the Mount Gox spike. Oh my! I was goodness. like, dude, look at this thing. It's awesome. And they didn't they didn't pay much attention. I don't. I emailed people. I emailed friends. I had the email receipts from December of that year. Wow. A very close friend of mine. I'm telling him to buy Bitcoin. Eh, he never did. Um, of all those friends. One, wow. one eventually did when it was about 700, took them till about 2016. Now family, um, so you just, some people are never going to listen to you yeah. even when they're your close friends that you've known for years and years and years. Family's a little different. Um, you get a little bit more personal. You're a little bit more in your face. Yeah. I've had uh, close relatives buy it. Cool. Uh, so they've been a little bit more receptive. But again, you cannot be too pushy. Yeah. You cannot be, it cannot be like a religion on yeah. them. That's not going to work. Don't be religious about it. It's not a religion. Be careful, people who've Let's made it go. their religion. You got to find meaning in other aspects of your life. Diversify a little bit. Your, you know, don't, don't diversify your financial holdings too yeah. much. There, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. You know, but you know, di- diversify your, uh, awesome. you know, your philosophical, yep. your friends, and everything a little bit like that. Who you read, you know, don't don't make this a cult. For, yeah, Bitcoin is not a cult. But you can make it a cult for yourself, and that's a little sick. And you know, don't try to like, you know, I call it the Bitcoin Inquisition. You know, some people think like, sure. okay, that guy's. I hate that guy because he said the word Ethereum. Literally, there'll be some people that'll be <laughs> disgusted. They'll be disgusted that I mentioned that I in 2014 spent six dollars on Ethereum. They, yeah. they really will be sickened by that. Dude, they weren't even over. They were 15 years old in 2014, for God's sakes. And they're going to complain about That's what so I did funny. in 2014 because I said the word Ethereum in 2024. <laughs> I mean, it is it is the Inquisition. It is as logical as Inquisition when they would throw people in lakes and whatever and because they weren't. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> torture, torture them until they said they loved someone and then they killed them anyway. It was right. ridiculous. That's so wild. Yeah, that's crazy. No, it's true. It's, it's, uh, I think I'm guilty of getting a little bit more into that cultish mindset. So I need to check that. I need to check that. You know, sure. that people aren't receptive to yeah. that at all. Yeah. Yeah. We are living in a little bit of yeah. a bubble here. So it's actually accepted here yep. to be a Bitcoin inquisitioner. It's kind of yeah. in our community. It's a huge community, but it's kind of accepted. Yeah, there are guys like that. Yeah. Dude, in normie world, you try yeah. to pull that, <laughs> you might get the beat down. I mean, think about it. Just th- yeah. think about it. Like, dude, nobody likes to try to sell more religions out on the street. I mean, those those guys, and I give those guys all the you know credit in the world. The guys who try to spread their religions, you know, they think they're doing the right thing. But they, what's the what's the success rate? Point zero 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 one percent. It's the same thing when you treat Bitcoin yeah. that way. You're gonna yeah. get the same uh, success rate as the guys spreading various religions. Yeah, that's wild. Okay, very nice. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, um, so you mentioned it earlier, but on September 9th, twenty fourteen, that's when you is that that's when, that's when you put out the video a video that's titled. Buy it was around, Bitcoin yeah, it was around September 16th. Yeah, it was something. Yep. It was around the day the Orioles clinched the American League East. There you yes. go. In, in, around 20, in 2014, you mean? 2014, you said. What was the initial? Is it the video? You mean the pinned video on my uh, 
the pin video on my, well, I, I might be getting confused. Yeah, the pin video on your um, Twitter. Twitter X, on your X or Twitter, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is from around September the 16th of uh, 2014. I tell people to buy, it's, it's a buy what ended up being worth a million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yes. You, you, uh, yeah. you make a reference to uh, if, you're, if you're trying to get a $50,000 car, get a, get a cheaper car and take 10000 from that and put it into Bitcoin, right? And, and yeah. Yeah. what was your what was the initial reaction when they, when that video first came out? No, no one cared. But it was it was on a, it was on a video that had hardly anything to do with Bitcoin. There was no no when I when I finally pinned it, yeah, which was years later. That's awesome. People were like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he was right. He was so <laughs> right. He was so." And there were some people like, "I wonder if he really did it. I wonder where he. Oh, I did it. Don't worry. <laughs> I did it. More, much more than that too. I wasn't. <laughs> I was. I practiced what I preached." Yeah. I practice. You got so again. Most people don't believe to, to this very day. Probably do not believe me because I do not have a Lamborghini. I uh, I live a very minimalist lifestyle. And I mean, look at me. I wear a t-shirt and all. I get excited when people give me free t-shirts. Um, I don't shave that often. I don't. I look. I it, it is great. It is. I can tell everybody the truth, which is like I did really well with Bitcoin. I don't believe it. It's that's great. awesome. It's awesome. So, so like, I'm be, not a target or anything. I'll like be that. sending you one of these if that's okay. The stack against the machine shirt back here. Yeah, I'll wear it on my you shirt do it too. A black, yeah, I wear all shirts. Do black, black with white text or, or or this one, whichever you prefer. We'll figure it out afterwards too. We'll figure it out afterwards. But I, I usually like black. Uh, oh, but okay, good. I like cool. that one too. No, 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 no. So yeah, if you guys have shirts, I love free t-shirts. And it's awesome. Are you selling them too, man? Like, I, it's I good am, to be an entrepreneur. I am, man. but it's, 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 it's because I wanted to have a shirt that I wanted to wear. Not because, not not for the for the fiat or whatever. It's just, I'm selling them for, for whatever it costs me to make them. And then... Yeah. Do what you do. Don't feel guilty about making a profit. Whatever you're providing a service every. By the way, everybody. So I'm in Salt Lake City. They at the, we have a Salt Lake City meetup. This is the hat again. I take freebies That's like cool. that. I didn't actually have a winter hat. You need one here. So look at that. CL Salt Lake City Bitcoin. Look it up. Salt Lake City Bitcoin meetup. If you're in the region, come to it. I think it's every Wednesday, every first Wednesday of the month. Um, Cody is an awesome guy. I told him I would show him the, the hat he gave me. But thanks for the for the shirts, everybody. And yeah, guys, go to my Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, yep. the pin video. Watch it. You're gonna. Some of you are gonna be like, "Oh God, <laughs> I, I knew about Bitcoin then." But guys, it, and it's not luck. That's why. Yes, I, that's, that's another good point. I put it out there. Yep. It's not luck. People like losers use say, "Oh, luck." They blame everything on luck. No, what luck? Let me tell you what luck really is. It's people that find out about something. They just don't theorize. They do something. That is not luck. That is doing based. So you did the research. You became a smarter person. That's good. Then you could see. And back then, there were all sorts of people that gave all sorts of excuses why Bitcoin would fail. Okay, that was cool. You guys wrote some really cool essays about why Bitcoin would fail. What I did was I, I talked why Bitcoin would succeed, and I did something wasn't writing essays it was making videos and actually buying it is that luck no we we went different pathways you complained i compete and i said compete don't complain that's not luck people can be jealous people will be envious people will continue to be haters and but it kind of again it is totally it's kind of beneficial because they're like he really doesn't have bitcoin yeah okay good i don't really don't have it <laughs> that's so wild. anyway yeah, yeah. that's so true right if you're yeah. making that video again how many Bitcoin do we need to be to be elite? Oh, right now, how, how many should people should, should try to aim for? I tried to get one. I, this is what I say. I call my show the One Bitcoin Show. The reason I named it that is because people needed a freaking goal. Yeah, that's exactly. And, and, 
And it was still, when I started naming it the one, I didn't used to call it the one Bitcoin chip, but when I named it, it was still pretty legitimate. It was going to cost a few thousand dollars, but uh, that was now. So now people are like, oh, it's so expensive. <laughs> Let that be your first goal, dude. Yeah. Now, now more than ever. I know $45,000 sounds like a lot of money, um, but uh, let me tell you, in the far future, that dude who's watching this in uh, 2034, oh yeah, what Bitcoin, it's, uh, it's good to go, man. You could definitely get a house with that one Bitcoin. Yeah. So, so right now in the present, um, I would, uh, you know, aim, aim for one. That, that'll make you elite. Dude, it, it, it's true. There's hardly anyone that owns one. There's yeah. hardly anyone that yeah. owns one right now even. So that's going to get you into elite territory. But of the whole $8 billion, $8 billion people on earth, yeah. just owning some Bitcoin, dudes. That's true. Don't theorize about it. Don't make excuses why you don't, don't write nice essays about it. Get, <laughs> get, get some of it now and then send some of it to yourself. And then you've got a marketable skill that you can work with in this new economy. Dude, you can put that on your resume point. that you can sell. There are, most people cannot sell a Bitcoin. And then when you, these are all stuff you could sell. Companies want someone wow. who you think it's like, some people think it's like weak to know how to store Bitcoin. Oh, no, no, no. That is a marketable, valuable yeah. skill. I have I have some videos out there like talking about the five skills of Bitcoin that you could yeah, send, store, split. I forgot them all now. Search. If you could search out on a block explorer how much your Bitcoin is worth, just type it. That is a skill. Most yeah, people can't. So that's interesting. That. Things, take it for things that some Bitcoiners think are really simple are really hard for most, most people. Think long and hard about that, people. There are so many opportunities in this space. There yeah. really are. And if, you've been do, and if you've been playing around with nodes and, and uh, managing nodes and stuff like that, that's, that's again, miners, that's another huge skill. You've got networking in there. you got coding. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. You're taking it to a whole nother level. I'm keeping it real simple with people that, you know, to know how to yeah. send a Bitcoin, know how to yeah. store a Bitcoin. Uh, you know, and most people that own Bitcoin, by the way, that are watching right now, they don't know how to store Bitcoin. They just bought it at Coinbase and left it there. Yeah. That's not storing Bitcoin. That's not storing Bitcoin at all. That's, it's not, but, but that's how most people currently, and once the ETF comes around, same thing. Yeah. Most people that think they own Bitcoin, it'll be in the ETF or something like that. Yeah. So that's why being able to send it to a trezor is a real marketable skill. You could be you could be that for some uh, for some corporation or for some nonprofit. You could be their uh, their Bitcoin store and they pay you ten thousand dollars a year. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. So few, so few people could do it. I don't. know. It's better. Than, or you could teach them all how to do it and they pay you five thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's it. you're yeah. you're so right. That is such a wow. You that's, that's a little, that's a little mind blowing. It could make a, yeah, it could be a whole business out of that. Dude, dude, the, in 2016, I would wow. charge people uh, 0.2 Bitcoin to teach them how to use their Trezor. What? That's so And I have never, and so it was $120 an hour. That was $120 an hour. Then 0.2 Bitcoin was $120 an hour. And uh, by the way, I, I had a few clients, you know, here and there. I won't say how many. I've never sold those Bitcoin. So what? what's that 0.2? So basically, what, what, what did they pay me? Uh, they paid me uh, $9,000 an hour. Wow. Nice? Because a- I thought of it that way. I was not valuing my wealth in Bitcoin. In, in dollars. fiat. Yep. I valued, I wanted 0.2 Bitcoin. Yep. I didn't care about $120. I wanted 0.2 Bitcoin. So that's what people should think about then now too. If they want to teach people how to use that's a treasure. So good. You know, charge a 0.01 Bitcoin or, or, or wait, maybe yeah. less of with a, a, a 1% 0.02 of a Bitcoin. Would be like 100 bucks. I don't know if yeah, 0.023, 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah. 
450 bucks, whatever. But but you get the hang of it, people. Try to get more Bitcoin. You can teach people uh, all, all sorts of things for just Bitcoin, and uh, that that and that's how you end up with one Bitcoin one day. That's true. That's amazing. Um, yeah. it, it it takes me back like a little flashback to that that thing Michael Saylor uh, said a, a couple months, a couple months ago, where if you were to go and work at McDonald's job and just invest 100 percent of your paycheck into Bitcoin today. It's the equivalent of getting paid eight thousand bucks an hour in ten years, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful it's way of wild. thinking about it. But but most of the people at McDonald's uh, buy their ri- buy rims instead. Very nice, right? They buy rims for their truck <laughs> that they they're doing monthly payments on. That they yeah. Can't afford. I mean, oh my gosh, very sad. that's sad. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so um, talk about the. Okay, this is an important one. I I I, I, I kind of added this to I added this to the questions because of one of your videos I was watching earlier today. Can you talk about the difference between a Bitcoin goal and a Bitcoin system? Bitcoin goal? Oh, this is an old video of mine. Yeah. Right, I dug deep. <laughs> goals? It's, it's, it's all in life. This is Scott Adams came up with goals versus systems. This is the thing. Now, I, I just – it's going to sound a little hypocritical with the one Bitcoin goal. No. But the So you got to focus on the system of getting there. Which is oh, yes. reality okay. and um, just doing everything, starting these little side hustles where you charge people this, that, and the other. Okay, because if you're just like, I gotta get one Bitcoin, I gotta get one, you're gonna, you're not gonna actually get that. You create this system, this way of life, so it's repeatable things every single day. Every single day, I'm gonna make a video and make two dollars off of YouTube and change that two dollars in the bitcoin yep. and slowly but surely i'm gonna get i'm gonna get that one bitcoin and then guess what i got the one bit but i'm gonna still keep up the system yes. so because that's what i always say about the one bitcoin show like what bitcoin be your first goal but then two bitcoin the ten bitcoin then whatever yeah. but again it's all you keep the same system man. Mm-hmm. when when the goals keep cheap but don't worry about the don't get fixated on those goals because then you forget about the system right the goals the goal you is more like refine a, these systems. Yes, you're using your you brain constantly, and it's just something you're doing, and, and you don't get worried about the system. It's just something you do every day. With the one Bitcoin, you're like, oh, I only have 0.2 Bitcoin <laughs> a year. I, I'm never going to get it. No, you're just like, I'm continue what I'm doing yes. every day. I'm following the system. I'm following yep. the system. I'm following the system. So it's not just about Bitcoins. It's about that's the way to live life. Yeah, That's the way to live life. That's you know, awesome. Yeah, but like, I didn't lose 30 pounds today. No, dude, you got to <laughs> cut out this thing. You, you got to make a plan of what yes. you're cutting out every single day and what steps you have to take. Uh, you know, I got to do intermittent fasting more. I got to run more. I got, it's all part of the system. It's just like, it's it like, you'll still have 30 pounds goal, but if you only have the 30 pounds goal and you haven't fleshed it out a lot yes. and, ha- and don't have repeatable things every day, you're, you're not going to, you're never going to get there and stuff. So think of these, it, it, it involves more of the mind to create yeah. a system. A goal is very simple and it's good to have goals, but it's, uh, you, again, this is philosophy. That's type awesome. Of stuff here. No, it makes sense. Like, like we talk about on the show, we stack sats, right? And that's, you're gradually building towards that. So we, we talk, we say we stack episodes, right? We stack episodes. I do jujitsu. I started about a year ago. First couple of months I got wrecked. It was terrible because your body's not used to it right but slow and steady kept stacking sessions and i'm i'm a year into it i feel great my body feels tougher and uh again everything you have to have a plan you have to get your goal and then your your plan will be based on what your goal is and incremental steps to get you closer and closer 
And it's all doable. You can do, like you said, a little bit at a time each day. So that's very nice. Wow. Was that video that you watched from 2019 or something of mine I or 2020? I mean, it's definitely before the pan, before the virus came out. It's about three years ago, I think. About th- about, I about three years. I have been talking about system versus goals for a while. But <laughs> that, is Scott, that is Scott Adams, who is far from perfect. He's far from perfect on Bitcoin. He sold all his Bitcoin at one point. He panicked at one point. He's a multimillionaire. So like, he's talking about selling his Bitcoin. And like, I'm like, oh, no, dude, you really should not mention that because it, other people who are not rich like you are going to sell it. Like, yeah. he, panicked, he panicked. Like, he thought he was all smart, too, because it was right before the virus. Like, it went down to 10000 to 7000 wow. So he sold all his Bitcoin. And then he's like, I'm so smart. It's down to 4000 Like, no. Oh, my gosh. Other people followed his lead late, and they can't easily get back into it as he could have gotten back into it. And so what if he, you know, it was – uh, I didn't like, it. and then he was too scared of the virus. Also, oh, that's a whole. Gosh, he's been right. Wild. You could, and this is a lesson. You know, bringing up all his faults there, you can learn from people you don't agree with 100 percent of the time. I, I strongly disagree with his Bitcoin and virus stuff. Strongly, but there's other things you could learn. It. I learned yeah. the system versus uh, goals thing from him, and that was a good thing to learn. Very you got to cool. be able to take, integrate the good yes. from some people's philosophies into your own philosophies. And do not integrate the bad. It's, you know, be able to. You gotta be discerning. You gotta use your brains. People. That's about the message. Don't let other people tell you what to think. See what other people think, and then decide if that's right for you and how you're going to integrate it into your life. Because we all think a little differently. We all implement things differently. That's there's my that's fantastic. That's yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, what are you working on these days? Oh, uh, what, what these days is just I'm trying to. Um, I'm focusing on my health, intermittent fasting. Yep. I'm in the middle of a 41-hour fast right now, actually. Wow, that's amazing. I love it, getting to know Salt Lake City even more, getting involved in the Bitcoin community here even more, getting to know more people in Bitcoin in so Salt Lake good. City. Uh, well, trying to do more shows again. Uh, I'm kind of you – know, I'm involved with this guy, Benjamin Dichter, ben, BJ Dichter, who's in charge – of the uh, trucker protest in oh, cool. uh, Canada. And I'm gonna be doing some more work with him. He's been inspirational lately. So, I mean, that's up to the minute type stuff. That's cool. Ben, ben, Benjamin Dictor, right? I mean, we were just talking, maybe I'm gonna appear, I wanna appear on the uh, toxic happy hour cool. spaces on yep. Twitter more. That's like, I was just on that like 30 minutes before we started talking. <laughs> so yeah, when you say, what are you up to? Literally, that's that is cool. what I was just up to last the last two, three hours, but I want to do more of that. Yeah. Um, so I, because I don't make as many shows as I used to, because it's a pain in the tuchus. It's it a is, pain yeah. in the butt. Is, yeah. but, but I get, I want to appear on more, other people's shows more because it's so, that's so easy. For yeah. Me. And so if you are watching this again, be it in 2034 or 2024, <laughs> if he, I am very approachable person, this is how I am in real life. Send me a DM on Twitter. Let's arrange it, make it easy for me. Yeah. And I'll be on your show. You made it really easy awesome. for me. Thank you. I was on your show, so Very let's cool. let's do it. I will be happy to be make more appearances on shows if the people make it easy for me. Excellent. So right. that is that is what, and I'm just still I'm excited about that. It is the having year coming out? Yeah, they so are good. always having hype. I use the term having hype yeah. uh, every t- in 2016 and 2020, and now. So I'm looking. I'm, that's what I'm up to. I'm looking forward to it. Fantastic. Okay, last segment of the show. So I'm just I'm just gonna call it my two sats. Um, what, with all of your experience so far, what is the single most important insight you've had about Bitcoin? It's that doesn't change. It, it, boring. No, it's good. Boring is beautiful. 
and that the more that I don't want it to change and that we should always question change and that there are second layers, there are altcoins, there are all sorts of things you can experiment with and that the wealthiest people in the world do some of the most boring things. They really don't take, they don't gamble. Okay. They understand what a sound financial system is, what a sound financial decision is. Now, early on, Bitcoin probably seemed like something that wasn't very sound for people because it's, it's so new that no country controls it. It's totally digital. I can't touch it. But when you start to under understand the underlying aspects of it, it is very boring. It is very basic stuff. Very basic. Only 21 million. That's never going to change. That's not very fancy. And it's just, you bury it 100 years later, it's the exact <laughs> same thing. Most people are impulsive. They want things to constantly change. Mm. This is the opposite of impulsivity. And that is the realization I hope everybody comes to. That that is the best, that's the best way to, to, to do things. Now, to use your head and to you know, base yourself around things that are not impulsive in nature. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Mr. Adam Meister. Check him out, guys, on Bitcoin Meister on YouTube. He's also at TechBalt. It's on screen on on X or Twitter. And thank you so much for taking the time. Our first guest. uh, Awesome. Awesome time. Awesome time hanging out with you. Pound that like button, everybody watching this on YouTube. Thank you. All right. We'll take, we're taking uh, Adam out with a round of applause from the live studio audience. Let's go. Thanks again. Cool. One sec. Get this music going in the background. And just like that, that is our first interview here on the Stack Sets show. I'm so happy to have uh, Adam be the first guest. And uh, again, guys, please go over there. Follow Adam. And just what a what a cool person. What a, what a cool um mind shift for me right I, I think I the biggest takeaway for me in this episode is I need to back off of my friends and family and and uh, just they know what I'm about at this point if they have questions they're going to come to me so with that I'll see you guys next time but until then remember if you ain't stacking you're slacking alright